Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. All right, with us right now, Eric Edmeads. Eric, you are the founder of WildFit. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me. And uh, so uh, also, we should point out uh, that, Eric, you do a lot of speaking, and uh, you've had some pretty incredible opportunities, uh, namely you and I, before we started recording, uh, to speak with uh, Tony Robbins' organization. Now, I have only been able to speak at his online events, but you actually had the opportunity to speak uh, at in Fiji. And, yeah, and-, and Vegas, and London, and Melbourne, oh, okay. and you know a number of places. It was It was actually... It was a bit surreal. You know, as a kid, I grew up listening to Tony Robbins on tapes, like, yes. I, you know, tapes, right? And uh, um, and then one day I got this, uh, you know, kind of random phone call. Can you come in and fill in at an event? And, um, and the, the, the phone call had come about because Tony and I had a mutual friend who had always spoken really um, highly of me. And, and I, I literally, I actually thought that it was a practical joke. When the call first came in, I, I was yeah. like, yeah, you're kidding. You want me to come speak at Business Mastery? Um, but yeah, I, I, I went there and, you know, I'll tell you, this is very much in the realm of the topic you and I are talking about today is that Tony, um, asked me to come out in the hallway and he said, you know, he had never met me or we'd met once briefly, but not to remember. And he said, uh, how are you feeling? Well, no, he said it in Tony voice, like, how are you feeling about your presentation? And I'm like, well, 11 days notice you want me to use Chet Holmes slides, you know, mm. it's not ideal. Yeah. He's like. He was not, he was irritated by that answer. He's like, well, you could be a lot more confident. And I said, listen, Tony, I'm a business owner, not an operator. The reason the other speakers that you called before me couldn't be there is they're business operators. They couldn't leave on short notice. My company works for me. I'm here. So the talk might not be exactly what you're expecting, but it's going to work. And he yeah. goes, well, it's all right then. <laughs> and, and then <laughs> we, just, we hit it off and, and uh, it, it went really well. Yeah, yeah. Well, I wonder if in the end, then he didn't appreciate just a, a BS answer, right? Because I think Eddie was, oh, yeah, I'm on fire. You know, <laughs> I'm ready to. No, you know, it's funny. He really, like, I, I, it's funny. I, I was really much using things I'd learned from him. Like, he was a little annoyed. He was a little frustrated. And yeah. I could have done the whole, oh, no, calm down. It's fine. But instead, I was like, he, he's like, you could be a lot more confident. And I actually answered like this I said, I'm plenty confident. I'm, you're asking me to use somebody else's slides. It's not the perfect situation, but I'm a business owner. And like, you know, so I nailed and So I met him with fire and the two of that, boom, we just hit it off. It was like yeah. that. It, it worked. Rapport, right? Rapport. Yes. Yeah. Right, right, right. So let's talk about kind of that, that kind of that core message of going from business operator to truly business owner, because I think that there are a lot of folks out there that think that they're living the dream, right? And that they are truly a business owner when in fact, they're just operating their business. And so, can, yeah, so give, give us that overview, that 101. Yeah. So, so um, we have terminology that we call business freedom and, and there's three levels. Uh, there's level one business freedom is where your business uh, works so well, it, it's automated and systemized, proceduralized and what have you, and you have the right people trained in the right jobs so well that you get to spend 99% of your time in your flow working on what you love, right? Like, so, so you're a chiropractor and there's somebody handling reception, there's somebody doing purchasing, there's somebody doing marketing, that stuff's all handled 
And all you do is work with people and make them feel better because that's what you love. That's level one. Level two business freedom is where that's optional for you. In other words, the business operates so smoothly and so effectively that you don't even have to be there, that it is truly an asset. And that's, that's the big distinction is that a company that requires you to be there means that you are self-employed. Mm. A company that doesn't require you to be there means you have proper business freedom. And then of course, level three business freedom is that you have exited successfully and you are not, and you are no longer having to consult for the business. You've sold it, you've turned it into cash or equity or what have you, and you're out. Yeah. Um, so where do we begin? How do we take a look at what we're doing uh, and say, you know, how do we make that shift? You know, I, I think it depends on where we're starting. And I think that most of your listeners are a lot more advanced in the entrepreneurial path than, you know, yeah. than, than the startup. But I want to, I'll do it from both perspectives. In, in startup mode, this, this is the rule that I follow is that I, 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 I'll never forget, I was sitting on my living room on the floor and my phone rang and I was getting my very first purchase order. And, and the client said to me, um, you know, what's your fax number? <laughs> I was like, I, I hadn't even started the company yet. I didn't have a fax machine. I'm like, ah, uh, the fax is down. Hold on a minute. I'll call you right back. Put the phone down, got in the car, drove to the PC shop, bought a fax machine, came back, plugged in the fax machine, called me like, Yeah, the fax is up now. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> that, that's my first purchase order, right? But then as the purchase order came in, I thought about this. Now, the company that I'd worked for before, uh, they did some things really well, but they did a lot of things quite badly. And the one was they left their clients in the dark a lot. So, mm. you know, a client would send a purchase order in and he, me, even me as the salesman wouldn't know when the purchase order had arrived and it could be three days, right? Mm -hmm. So I thought to myself, what clients really want is some certainty. And so I, I said, you know what? The right thing to do would be to respond to him immediately and say, look, I've got your order. But then I started thinking, yeah, but do I want to have to write that email every single time I get a purchase order? And by the way, what's the email look like? And then I and then I and then I recognize something. I am not here to create a job for myself. I am here to build an organization that can one day be self-sustained. And so I, I grabbed a FedEx waybill that I had and I looked at the FedEx waybill because they're a big company. I looked at the waybill with its little gray shaded boxes and all that kind of stuff. And I I went to my work processor and I created an order confirmation form. And I know this is super basic, but I just mm -hmm. did it anyway. And I created this order confirmation form and I looked and made it look so pro. And, and, and here's the kicker. It looked so pro. And a friend of mine said, you, you spent 45 minutes designing this. You could have, you could have saved yourself 42 minutes and sent the guy an email. Right. Like, yeah. But then I'd have to send that email every single time. And yeah. when I hired people, I'd have to trust that they sent the email and that they sent the email properly and that they said the right things. Now it's a template. Next time, it'll be so much faster, so much easier and high quality. Now, again, very basic concept, but the payoff works a bit like this. First of all, some years later, this same company called me and it was two guys on the speakerphone. And the guy said, Eric, could you settle a bet for us? And I said, sure. <laughs> you know, I was in England and I had my Canadian accent. I, I, I assumed it must have been an ice hockey bet. Like what other kind of bet can I settle for them? Mm -hmm. No, no, it was a bet about the size of my company. And the guy says, I want to know how many locations you have. Are you there in your, in your single location or, and the other guy says you're a multinational. So what are, right. what are you? And he goes, how many employees do you have? And, and, you know, at that point I had eight employees, but you know, I had some other part, I had some casual labor. So I could, mm -hmm. I could say 12, I could say right, 12, right. you know, stretch it out a little, uh, 12. And the other guy goes 12 at your location. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, 
this is my location. And the guys busted out laughing. And yeah. here's what was going on. The first guy was, the, was with me from the very beginning. So he knew I was a small startup, right? Right. But the second guy had only interacted with customer service and automated forms and all that stuff. And we looked like a multinational. Uh-huh. And, and, and that is the payoff. The payoff is that they thought we were, and by the way, this is why I was winning multi-million pound contracts from the largest logistics companies and retailers in the country, because they thought we were bigger than we were. Yeah. Um, so, you know, in terms of, you know, a, a lot of this, I, you know, I would say, you know, again, to a lot of business owners or business operators, you know, one of the first hires or serious hires is you want to find yourself a great operator <laughs> uh, yeah. to, to alleviate that. Uh, any tips on that? Yeah, you know, um, okay, so I'm actually just, I, I, I'm about to start um, uh, the development and and, um, and promotion of a new program that we're creating called the MBO program. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the name is the answer to this whole thing. The MBO addresses something really important, and that is that an MBA is about a master uh, of mastering the art of business administration. And, mm-hmm. and frankly, I, I don't think that the average business owner needs to do that. There, there are a different set of skills between the, the, the person who owns the business and the person who is administering the business or operating the business. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I always say to people, you don't, you don't need an MBA yourself. You just got to hire somebody with an MBA, right? So, so what that often means, and this is the tough part, what that often means is hiring somebody that you don't really like all that much. And I'm, I'm kind of kidding. Mm. It's not that you don't like them. It's that you don't have an immediate energetic rapport, easy connection with them. So, yeah. you know, if you take a look at, say, Bill Gates and Steve Ballmer, these guys are very different guys. They're mm-hmm. very, very different guys. And, and if they try to switch roles where Steve Ballmer is going to be the creative owner <laughs> of the business and, and Bill Gates is going to be the life of the party, yeah. that's not, that, that party's not going to go very far. Right. right? So it, it, it's recognizing that there's these different energies. And so here, here's, here's a great tip is that if you as a business owner sit down and interview with somebody to come in and like operate your business, they're going to manage it or handle operations or what have you. And if you sit down and introduce them to the company and they're like, oh my God, that's amazing because we could do this and we could do that. And, and, they, and they have all this like energy like you and you feel so good about them. You mm. feel like, wow, we've known each other forever. You should not hire them. Because yeah. you're just hiring another you. Yeah. And now no. you're going to argue about who has to do what and who gets to do what. Mm-hmm. What you really want is somebody that walks in and kind of kills your dream a little. Like, yeah, this is what we're building. We're building this and we're building that. And they're like, really? Do you, do you have budget for that? And mm-hmm. how long does that take? And do you have the right skills? And, and you want somebody who's asking those kind of questions because it's, it's a different energy potentially. Yeah. And, and, and that person has a different set of skills than you. And here's the beautiful thing. If you build it so that they're doing what they love, and you're doing what you love. Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, particularly to our, you know, our visionary, visionary personality types out there are true E, not true E entrepreneur, you know, well, yeah, no, the true E entrepreneurial, uh, you know, folks out there uh, is um, you, you, you need that grounding. You need that grounding yeah. in reality. You need someone who sometimes feels like a little bit of a wet blanket uh, to, to keep you, uh, you know, concerned about the threats, the weaknesses, uh, where I, th- I think, you know, eternal optimists are always kind of focused on the, uh, you know, the opportunity and the strengths and the, yeah. uh, oh, this is going to be great. This, you know, uh, so yeah, I, 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 there's, I, a, there's a silly metaphor for this, but you know, yeah. if you're flying a kite and and you let go of the string, 
it doesn't fly away. It crashes to the ground. The kite requires the resistance to maintain its altitude. It requires something pulling it down. And, and, and you know, a lot of times the creative visionary entrepreneur needs that as well. Uh, surrounding themselves with a bunch of like-minded creative people is a surefire way to have a company that dreams up a lot and doesn't complete anything. Yeah, 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 for sure. Tell me about WildFit. You know, WildFit is, uh, I mean, I can tell you if you're from two different perspectives. What it is, is a... Uh, uh, food psychology company. We we help people change their relationship permanently with food, and and which is very different from the traditional. We're a non-diet company. It's not about going mm-hmm. on diet. It's about actually uh, changing your relationship with food. But from an entrepreneurial journey perspective, it's really fascinating. You know, um, I, I did this uh, thing on social media a little while ago. I was like, it turns out money can buy happiness. I I money can buy happiness. It turns out, and of course, I'm kidding because we all know people that are very wealthy and don't have happiness. So clearly, money cannot simply buy happiness, but one thing I have come to realize is that when you, when somebody is at the stage of their life, their job or their business where they must make money, then it forces them to choose things based on the money rather than based on their passion. Mm-hmm. Life. So, you know, you've got a guy living in a job where he's living month to month, paycheck to paycheck. If his boss treats him like dirt, yeah, he's stuck. There's not much he can do. But if he's got three months of money in the bank, now the boss better be a little nicer to him, right? If he's got 12 months of money, the boss better damn well be respect because you know, and, and there's something about that. And I have to say that, um, you know, it, it, it's a cliche at this point that people say, you just got to follow your passion. You just <laughs> got to follow your passion. But I got to tell you that WildFit is the first, I mean, I, I've been lucky to be involved in a bunch of, um, you know, startups and acquisitions and, and a variety of different, everything from mobile computing to uh, military research and development, doing cool projects for three-letter agencies and mm. Hollywood special effects where I worked on Avatar and Pirates of the Caribbean. I mean, I, I, I've like, I've had some cool businesses, but WildFit is the first business that I started without any intention of ever making money. It was not about that. It was about helping people come out of pain. I started in my living room. I didn't try to make money doing it. In fact, I gave away the first many classes totally for free, but then I started spending money on it. So I thought, well, I better sell some of the classes, you know, just to pay for the hobby. And then one of the most important marketing principles in the world kicked in. And this is, this is, you know, everybody wants to know what, what should my copy look like? How should I run my SEO? The most important marketing principle in the world, in my opinion, is deliver more value than they were expecting consistently. Mm. And, and, and what happened with WildFit was we were getting such incredible results. We had a 90% completion rate and, and an 85 to 90% success rate. By the way, the diet industry has a 1% success rate. Yeah. So we're talking about multiple orders of magnitude better than anything that's been done before. And the word of mouth is what grew the business. And so today it's a multi-million dollar brand and we have coaches in, in you know, 130 countries around the world. We've served, you know, I, I don't even know how many tens of thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people. And, mm. and, and, and here's the great news. I get to make money doing something that is so deeply ingrained in my sense of passion for humanity that I, I, I wake up every morning thinking I'm still in some kind of dream. That's the dream. It is. That's the dream. <laughs> uh, so, Eric, I, I really appreciate this conversation. Um, you know, for folks that uh, want to reach out and engage with you, you know, obviously you're doing a lot uh, in terms of, um, you know, uh, you know the, the whole messaging around ownership and, you know, true business ownership. Uh, but of course, there's WildFit as well. WildFit is found on the web at getwildfit.com. Uh, but how else uh, w- could people engage with you and interact with you and kind of get into your world? Yeah, our business courses are available at businessfreedom.com. And also you might be familiar with Mind Valley. They're my publisher and they've just released, like it's 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 like starting in a week or so, a brand new uh, business program that you can find at mindvalley.com called the Business Freedom Blueprint. And mm-hmm. and frankly, you know, I, 
I, I still manage my own Instagram and I enjoy it. And so anybody mm-hmm. wants to reach out and say, hello, I'm out there. I do the best I can to respond to people. I'm at Eric Edmeads and come find me. Awesome. Eric Edmeads. Again, uh, your website uh, was uh, get, uh, getwildfit.com. And then the other one, one more time on the business. Businessfreedom.com. Businessfreedom.com. That's a good domain. Yep. Awesome. Eric, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, Josh, thanks for having me. Keep up the good work. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, We scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.